This B Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. IXL's all-inclusive online teaching and learning platform simplifies edtech needs and accelerates achievement in 95 of the top 100 U.S. school districts. IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and helps you assess student performance through actionable, real-time insights at every level of your school or district. This one solution performs work that typically requires dozens of tools. Want to find out why so many leading districts trust IXL? Visit IXL.com BE. That's IXL.com BE. Welcome to the show we like to call Happy Teacher, Happy Life, where educators are empowered to be their best and live their best life. Join host Lynn Harden as she mentors teachers to create happiness, improve self-care, better their communication and relationships, and redefine their balance between work and home. Tune in to find your happy place and create your happy life. Here's Lynn. Hey, everybody. This is Lynn Harden from Happy Teacher, Happy Life. And today we're going to be talking about journaling. Do you ever think to yourself, why can't I just simplify my teacher life? I don't understand why year after year, I'm just so beat up at the end of the year. I start the year strong, and then by November, I'm exhausted. Why can't I get started with self-care and the things that are suggested that I know will make me feel better? These must be some of the things that you are thinking as a teacher at the end of the year, because I have thought these. And especially after a year where there was a world pandemic. These thoughts, as I've said before, I like to refer to them as stinking thinking or loops, and they build on one another. The should have, the would have, could have type of thinking. And the problem with them is they keep us stuck and not in a happy place. It happens to every human being, not just educators. And we don't often see it coming. It's, it's unconscious. However, noticing your stinking thinking is a skill that you can develop. And the beauty of this is once you develop this skill and once you see it, you have the power to change it. You have all the power to get peace of mind, energy, happiness. And this happens when we unpack that inner programming. And by doing this, we feel better. And we're able to live and do the life that we really want. especially if that life we desire is a simple one. So let's have a, let's have a science lesson. Let's talk about the unconscious and conscious brain or instinct versus human spirit. When we are getting in our own way, it is usually the, un well, not usually, it is always the unconscious or instinctual brain that drives us to do unhelpful behavior 
even though it's that part of our brain that's designed to keep us alive and keep us safe. It's a part of our brain that wants to keep things easy, wants to develop routines. So if you are doing something as continually as a routine, that part of our brain, in order to preserve energy, uh, makes it an unconscious routine in the back of your head. But that's its only job. It is not about making sure we feel good and that we're happy and that life is rich and full and there's joy and we're energized by our creativity, by our profession, and by our day. Its only job, the unconscious brain or instinctual brain, is to keep us alive. Our DNA or programming of our brain is no different than our cave woman ancestors who lived in a difficult time to survive or environment. There was this constant fear of not having enough food, of being pushed out of the tribe and not having the safety of that numbers or being attacked by a wild animal. Their environments were dangerous. And it's probably only been in the last 100 years that our environments have become extremely safe. But 100 years is not enough time for our brains to have made that change after thousands and thousands of years of programming. So our automatic behaviors are stored in our unconscious brain, such as breathing, the heart beating, working really long hours, working weekends. The unconscious brain has zero reasoning skills. Our unconscious brain has zero reasoning skills. It takes what it knows to keep us alive. And then it sends out a message. There's nothing wrong with our unconscious brain or instinct. It's a good thing. It's what keeps us alive. And it's just fruitless to try and change it. Rather than change it, what, which is impossible, why not work together? with our second part of the brain, which is the conscious brain, or I like to call human spirit. And that's the good news. This is the part of our brain that reasons, that actually has the ultimate say of what we do or don't do. The unconscious brain is just sending those 60,000 thoughts a day, but it's the conscious brain that decides what we are going to do with those thoughts. So I want to help you learn how to use your conscious brain more consciously to override or work in partnership with the instinctual part of your brain, rather than just having these knee-jerk reactions. I want to say again at this point, there is nothing wrong with you. There is nothing wrong with me. There's nothing wrong with your loved ones or your friends or those you work with at school or your students. And I dare say, even your principal, there's nothing wrong. Instinct is just a normal way of life. Our instinctual brain offers up suggestions based on really being scared of what might happen. She just wants to keep our sweet little rear end alive. At some point, say in our childhood, we learned this line of thinking that became routine and unconscious. 
it was a way to cope with something that at that time seemed confusing, painful, or difficult. Many of us, including myself, made decisions based on an event, and then we created thoughts and feelings and actions based on an event from our past. We created a story, believing it was it had to be true. But this was in order to cope, in order to handle it, to continue just putting one foot in front of another. Interesting enough, when you really get into these stories and dig into those thoughts further, we find out that some of these thoughts were opinions, not facts. We find out that our thinking is not always true. And when you find out what is true, this is a situation truly where the truth will set you free. So I'll say it again, it's not an issue that we have an instinctual brain or that life happens. What is important from these thoughts and these feelings and these actions is making it better for ourselves. I find this so interesting. Nothing in our brain becomes what we believe to be the truth without first us giving, uh, writing out that permission slip or giving it a thumbs up. We give thumbs up to our stinking thinking. And every time this happens, we refuse to slow down, take a look at it, and really analyze what we were thinking and believing, whether it's positive or negative. So at this point in our journey together, I'm going to ask you to make a decision. I'm going to ask you to join me in looking at our thinking. By looking at our thinking, you will have the power to decide what you believe is the truth. You, you have all the power to make a difference in your life. That's good news. That's really good news. I always thought it was the world doing it to me. I had no idea that I had the power to change my life. Now, the best way I have found to look at my thinking or to look at our thinking is journaling. I cannot do it in my head. I cannot change a thought with a mind that has the thought. So I journal. And this is where we can stop events that will prevent our well-being or wellness or happiness or success in life and feeling of self-worth. The reason journaling is so important to us is that none of us have any idea what we're thinking. It's unconscious till we get it down on paper. So let's talk about journaling 101. There are some categories to write about. And we'll talk about those later. But first, let's just get a journal. Don't overcomplicate it. Don't put drama to it. Go to the go to the dollar store and get a notebook and grab a number two pencil. Or I've I've even taken printer paper out of my printer to journal. There's no such thing as a perfect journal, and keyboarding will not get the same results. There's something about going from the brain down the arm through the pencil onto that paper. All right, so let's get, I promised we would talk about this next. So let's get back to the different things you could write about yourself. 
you could write about yourself. You could write your thoughts. You could write about your thoughts about what's happening in the world. You could write about what you think about your students, parents, other people in your life. You could write about your thoughts about your childhood. You could write about your dreams, your goals, what you think will happen in the future. You could write about what you're grateful for. All of these, all of these things are great to write about. The important piece is just that you journal. You can journal with these prompts or you can journal with free consciousness. Just remember, this is for you and for no one else. Your thinking is yours. This is how I started out with journaling. Five minutes a day, that could be in the morning. It could be at lunchtime. It could be in the evening before you go to bed. It's just an opportunity to see what you are thinking. And you get to challenge that thinking. Sometimes it's just enough to see it on paper. And you're like, whoa, that's not true. Or look at your childhood with a new eye. We get to see our thinking and the impact it has on us. I'm going to give you my three-step process to developing a loving, healthy habit of daily journaling. And I got this idea from the book, Atomic Habits, where you do habit stacking. So number one is, what habit do you already have and you're good at? Is it getting to your classroom early? Is it getting up before your children? and having a glass of water or a cup of tea. Find any time in the day that's already a habit that you could add two to five minutes of journaling to. Step two is now connect this new habit of journaling to number one. The way you can do that is you can leave a piece of paper, your journal, or, um, a pencil and pen, wherever you've established that first habit as a visual reminder. It could be where you get your coffee. It could be in your classroom on a desk. And in the beginning, I, I set an alarm to remind me on my phone. Step three, open up your journal and start writing. If need be, you could set a timer or not. All that you need to start forming a habit of writing in your journal is two to five minutes. You can use a daily prompt. You can write about your thinking on paper. You can talk about what's upsetting to you. You can talk about a dream. You can write about what you love about your life. The only hard part of journaling is getting into the habit of journaling. So these three steps will help you. Each time you journal, remind yourself, I'm a journaler. This is what I do. I journal. This is who I am. No matter how tired I am, how life seems difficult, I go back to the paper and check my thinking. And I see it with tolerance. I see it with love. My old stinking thinking, I take a look at it 
and I become willing to change that thinking with a beautiful thought. And changing to beautiful thoughts, that will be coming up in upcoming episodes. It's important that we celebrate each milestone. All right, so it's time to pick up those steps. Number one in review, find the habit that you're already doing, connect journaling to that habit you're already doing. And number three is write. I want to celebrate you on your willingness to create and do this amazing, healthy, self-loving habit of journaling to look at your thinking. Together, we will create the simple habit of journaling, which is a plane ride ticket to the land of happiness. Thank you for listening to Happy Teacher, Happy Life. If you enjoyed today's show, visit happyteacherhappylife.com to find community, access information about our guests, and sign up for our newsletter. Be sure to rate and review us wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts.